Hi everyone, it's your girl Baller, and I'm so happy to be here with you again. Welcome to the Authentic Moments with Dr. Bola Podcast, and I'm also always grateful to hear from you, the feedbacks. Thank you for the engagement on the last podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here. So today we'll be talking on something different, something different from COVID-19. I said COVID, COVID-19. Thank God. Hallelujah. So it's on something spicy, a different kind of topic, which is on travel. And here with me, I have my boyfriend, my lover, and I'm so excited about this episode. I'm so excited about this episode because I feel like um, there's a lot that he has to offer on this topic. And I would also love you all to sit back and listen because everyone is tired already of sitting indoors and, you know, <laughs> even the introverted introverts would want to go out there and travel and see new places because they are all bored from this 2020 saga. So I thought I should bring it forward to you right now as you're making your to travel list and your planning so you know how to plan and what to expect and also things to look out for. So here with me, as I said, is my boyfriend and he's a traveler. Um, if you're Nigerian, <laughs> I'll say he's like an Ajala traveler. So he has traveled around the world. And yeah, I do not mean that he has traveled to every country in the world, but he has traveled to major places in the world. Um, even in Nigeria, for example, he's traveled to lots of different places in Nigeria and he's part of those people. He's one of those pioneers of um, adventure travels in Nigeria and also helped promote tourism in Nigeria. And he, he started a, an adventure group called Nigerian Adventure. And it's a group of adventurers who love to adventure <laughs> we love we, we love to travel and explore and do new do new things in the outdoor so they hike um <laughs> they they kayak they go into the wild and do sharing yoku um they also you know do both luxurious and non-luxurious trips going to different um, cultural sites and historical sites in Nigeria and bringing, you know, awareness to all those places. So they're part of those people who have actually promoted hiking in Nigeria. And now we have lots of adventure groups going out there to, you know, hike hills and mountains. And I'm so um, glad that you'll be here talking to us about different things. He has also um, helped actually um, when it comes to we having this outdoor lifestyle in Nigeria. So he, he helps with writing, he helps with um, pictures also, and he helps also with this adventure team that he plans, like the traveling and, and all that. So even guess what their phrase is, like the action word for for the team is, if it scares you, do it. <laughs> and I think that's what everyone needs. That's what. Um, we all need because traveling has to do with leaving your comfort zone to somewhere unknown, you know, going through the 
road, going through the um, sea, going through the the plane, like air travel, and you don't know what to expect all through your journey. And you're going somewhere new with a different culture, with a different people, sometimes with a different language. So it's scary. I know it's not easy, but I love this go-to word, which says, if it scares you, do it. So yeah, I'm already talking so much. <laughs> Let me introduce our speaker for today. So it's going to be a discussion kind of thing, and it will be um, letting you all know about things. If you have questions, you may drop it in the comments or maybe send voice messages or also get, um, you could actually ask him directly. He will drop his um, social contacts and his email maybe, and you could reach him to ask more questions about some things that you need um, to be clear about. He's not entitled to answer you. So if he doesn't answer you, like within the span that you may want, you have to just be patient. Yeah, so give it up for Mayora Blades. Um, welcome to my dear podcast episode. Are you there? Yeah, Hello, thanks, Mayor. thanks a lot. I'm here. I was almost sleeping off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, I was listening to everything you were saying. And uh, among the, all the titles you were giving me, you forgot to mention Pop Daddy, you know. I'm the Pop Daddy, the real one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> reality. Uh, she has mentioned my name already. Uh, my my friends call me Blades most of the time. It's not like I carry Blades up and down or something, but I'm this kind of very witty person, so that sharpness comes with the name. So, um, like she has said already, I'm the founder of Nigrenaline, which most people don't know how to pronounce. And basically, Nigrenaline is just uh, Niger plus Adrenaline. That's where the word comes from. So what we just do is the unconventional traveling where we travel to places that are off the path, places that are not so common, places that you don't, you might not even find on your map sometimes. And we've been doing this for four years. Yeah, four years. So the idea came when I returned from Russia and I, and, uh, I, wanted, um, I wanted my lifestyle. I wanted the backpacking last I was used to the hiking and the rest and I discovered there was no such existing and I decided to start a community gather friends and gradually it has become a culture now people now hike in Nigeria people backpack in Nigeria so it's quite good so that's adrenaline for you so let me don't talk much about adrenaline so I have a lot to discuss today but I think I'll just break it down into different segments the first part will be road trips in nigeria trust me traveling road trips in nigeria is different from any place in the world <laughs> i can so relate <laughs> it's very very special so i'll talk about road trips in nigeria i'll try to talk about backpacking as an african because traveling as an african is not the same thing as traveling as as an european in fact there's a big there's a huge difference so I'll talk about that, and probably I could also add uh, what adventure travel really means. I don't, I'll, what's the difference between adventure travel and other kind of travels? Because trust me, there's a big difference. So shall we go? Shall we start? Please shoot. I have my pen and my bio. <laughs> what did I just say? I have my pen and my jota. <laughs> I have my pen and my bio. That's true. All right. I got well, my pen. 
Okay. <laughs> much like a discussion, so there's nothing formal here. I'm wearing my pajamas, so don't expect anything. <laughs> I'm recording this by one thirty-three in the morning. Can can you just yeah. imagine that? Yeah. So yeah. All right. And it took a lot of effort to get this right. To be frank, I'm I'm this kind of person that <laughs> when there's a new technology, it takes time to get used to. All right. So let's start with the road trip in Nigeria. What is it about? So I thought Nigeria, I wanted to do road trip. Why? Because road trip gives you an experience you never get from flying. That's the truth. When you fly, basically, all you do is go to your, the airport, flash your passports, show your tickets, board the plane, get to the other airport, flash, do the same thing again, and you're already in the country where, or in the state or in the city where you're traveling to. Road trip is different in the sense that you get to experience the difficulty part of the, the trip, you get to experience the fun side, you get to experience the adrenaline parts, you get to experience the part where the police are going to extort your driver or extort you, the passengers, you know. So it's, it's, a, it's a unique experience. So let's start with road trip in Nigeria. First and foremost, let's talk about <laughs> potholes, Nigeria's potholes. Special potholes. Bad roads. The bad roads, huh? Very, very, very bad, <laughs> bad potholes. Like, I used to remember there was this joke that someone was making that uh, in Nigeria, driving in Nigeria is very special in the sense that you memorize all the potholes on the road. You already know where they are. So as you're driving, you already know. So it's part of the driving. And it was like, when it happened, and he was driving somewhere, and he was still conscious of potholes. Though they were not existing, he was still trying to like, Imagine that, okay, maybe there were potholes here, you know, and the rest. And he was looking out for it. <laughs> and he was looking out for the potholes, and the, okay. And was trying to see if there was potholes or not. So, um, the roads, the roads have been fairly, the roads are fairly better now, unlike the before, to be frank. Um, I remember those days when I traveled along the Lokoja Road, the Kaba Lokoja Road. Oh my God, that road is horrible. Horrible. Like mm -hmm. in the bus, you're you're moving and you're getting this massage, this metallic massage in the bus, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> at the end of the day, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. At the end of the day, you, you travel. There was a time you travel for a three hours or a four hours trip, and when you get to your place, you you feel as if you've been beaten, as if like someone stopped you and gave you a good beating. And when you think about it, you realize that it's the potholes, like. <laughs> It was the portal that gave you yeah. along the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. Traveling, traveling within Nigeria is very, very special. Another thing mm -hmm. is the security. People are always scared. Okay, what will be on the road? What if they are arm robbers? What if they are kidnappers? You know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Along could the I butcher small the portals? Like, could I butcher small the portals? Like, I, I feel like also. The potholes, um, they unlock, they unlock gates. The journey, so sure. a journey of one hour takes like four hours, and you're like, ah, oh, come on, are we getting there or not? And that also makes the journey, um, it could make it stressful. So if you're not, if you're not determined mm -hmm. to go the journey, you may actually feel so um, discouraged at a point like traveling in Nigeria sure. for the road sure. trip. Sure, sure. <laughs> And one of the biggest uh, downside of traveling Nigeria is the fact that mm. the buses are, mm -hmm. are always not comfortable. Even the so-called popular, of course. Buses, mm -hmm. 
the GIQ mm -hmm. and the rest, I mean, the popular ones that we know, the ABC, they're not so comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, you mm -hmm. it and even the interior is not even, like, it's not encouraging, you get. Mm. So that, mm. that, that is not so, like, it doesn't make much sense with, you know, I've traveled around other places in the bus, in, in the world, and when you're in the bus, like, there's this comfort. Like, you're, you're comfortable. I tell you. Like, you know that something is mm -hmm. good. This is, a road, this is a good road trip. But traveling in Nigeria, there's so mm. many anxieties. As you're traveling, you're you, you not closing your eyes. You're not trying to sleep deep because you don't know what might come on the way. Like, you don't know. Just like you mentioned. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what to expect. So I think that, that makes it more interesting. Nevertheless, I, I enjoy traveling on Nigeria, to be frank. I really, really enjoy traveling. <laughs> because as you travel, you know, there, there will be a place where the driver is going to stop. You guys will come down, you eat mm. snacks. Aha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, part, that part is the most interesting part. Because there are some special places in Nigeria where you get some particular kind of snacks. For example, if you travel along okay. uh, the... Ilori Lagos Road, you know, when you get mm -hmm. or when you get to Bomashore, typically the driver always stop at that place. And there, there, there's this uh, stop they sell there. They, they call it uh, Udala. Is it Udala? Udara or Udala in Igbo? The Yorubas call it Agbalumo or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The one you get in Bomashore, especially, they are usually very juicy, very sweet, and mm -hmm. you might never get such in any other place. Do you get? Yeah, of, I guess yeah. Of like the food. Around Nigeria, yeah. Okay, the food is unique to some places. Some places. If you are traveling, for example, when I was traveling uh -huh. between, uh, I was traveling from Jebba, I was going towards uh, Ninja. There is a place called Mokwa. Okay. And in that Mokwa, itself, mm -hmm. there's a sugarcane you get on on the road. Like the sugarcane is so 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 sweet. Like, is mm -hmm. there is no other place you get such. It's very, very unique to that place. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very sure, like, I, I'm very sure it's, like, not only in Nigeria, but in other places also, there are, there are things that are unique mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. those particular places. You're right. You're right. For example, in Abuja now, the kilishi you get as you're coming into Abuja mm -hmm. is different. You don't get that kilishi mm -hmm. anywhere. Do you understand? The kilishi in Sokoto mm -hmm. is also mm -hmm. unique to Sokoto. and the rest. So, mm -hmm. That's another very interesting parts of traveling in Nigeria. Then comes the Nigerian pastors. Those ones that will just jump into the bus and start a prayer for you. <laughs> oh my God. Just before you're about to travel, right? <laughs> and, they, and they start and preaching, they start the, preaching gospel, the gospel. No, the problem is not that I don't even have a problem with the gospel. I have a problem with the prayer. Yeah, Long. me too. I think sometimes the prayer doesn't even budge me. I think it's the offering that comes no, after. No, no, <laughs> Is is it's they are hustling so definitely they will ask money along the way you know. I think that one like there was one that preached so much especially at that um Ajata mm -hmm. night and um sorry if you first of all I want to apologize if you're not Nigerian and you're listening to this just sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Like um, around the Ojota side, and um, there's a particular man uh, that preaches there. And, you know, he preached about the gospel. And afterwards, it was just like, okay, so now I would like you to, you know, um, donate to this ministry and all those kind of things. And it was like, and what we didn't give, and many people didn't give, it was like, so what are you guys doing? You don't want to add to the ministry of God. I know it was at the point from donate to 
begging to forcing us to actually give you get like at the point the the driver had to come and chase me because he was almost getting aggressive so i was like wait this was a man that was preaching a gospel of peace just a minute yeah, yeah, ago yeah. yeah you're right yeah you're right <laughs> so yeah you're right yeah that drama i think i think the drama you get to see on the road the drama, so. is, the drama is, is, is a very funny drama i remember there was this time i was traveling and all of a sudden i bumped into uh -huh. like he just jumped into the bus and started preaching and immediately i i took my headphones as usual and plugged it in i mean my music mm -hmm. so the moment I, I think he saw me doing that and i saw i could see talking towards me mm -hmm. and i was wondering what was he saying so i removed my headphones and it was like there are some people here in which the evil spirit will want to, them to listen to my message and i'm like no we have the, the, the bus preachers we have the potholes we have the police that will stop you on the road yeah the police we have to talk about the police police is your friend right <laughs> yes yeah. it's truly your friend when you're traveling you know there are some places there are some places that when you're traveling to you can meet up 30 uh -huh. checkpoints and you start wondering wait wait a minute for example, Kotonu side, Kotonu, like for a place like Kotonu, I understand it's a border, right? A border makes sense. Now I'm telling you, like a place like, for example, I do not, I do not understand. For example, now if you're traveling, if you travel through those days when you, when you travel through Tokoja, oh my God, or Kenya side, you can meet and oh, I get you. And the driver give them money. At yeah, like you move. Yeah, you move like two minutes and you see police checkpoint. You yes. move like three minutes, you see, and I'm like, wait, are you not all working together? Like, why must you stay at just every street or every um five, I won't say five mm -hmm. kilometer or no, every 10 meter, you're just there waiting. Like, these people too, what what money will remain for the that, driver? That, that's, that's why, like, that's why they inflate the journey, price, like. price. That's why they always inflate price. And another thing about traveling Nigeria on the road is the fact that the price usually change during festive period. It makes no sense. Do you understand? Other places are the price is constant <laughs> all through the year. You know that if you are paying maybe fifty dollars yeah. to travel on a trip, it's always fifty dollars most mm -hmm. of the time. In Nigeria, once certain mm -hmm. circumstances just change, the prices change. Do you know, like, we are business people, you know. Business a, minded people. Want, is it that the fuel? Is it that the gas price has increased? Is it that what is the point? So the, the yeah. So I that, that part is not it's not really cool to be to be frank. It's not really really really, really cool. So in a nutshell, you're trying to say like traveling in Nigeria can well, be so it can stressful, be stressful but it's, it's beautiful. I will encourage more people to try traveling of course. to try uh -huh. travel by road. Because the experience is unique, like the landscape as you're traveling, how the city is gradually disappearing into into a savanna. You know, before you know, you, the forest you are seeing from the city gradually approaching the north, and you're seeing that it's the savanna. And mm. you know, it's, it's beautiful. It gives you, it gives you stories. If you're if you're the creative type, those are the best kind of journeys that can inspire your creativity mm -hmm. and the rest. So I think we've talked more about road trips in Nigeria, yeah. and we've mentioned the details, right? Uh. Is there anything I've missed out actually? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, I think you're really doing very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think I've talked I've talked <laughs> almost about everything that road trip. So move to the next segment, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I would really love to know, for example, sorry, still talking about a road trip, because I remember like you just said me once about how stressful the journey was for you um, from like when you traveled Ghana to oh, Togo. And oh, oh, I would really oh. just, you could just give us a, a clip of that, like in some few minutes before we move on to the oh, last Okay, time. okay, all right. Okay, so um, it was my birthday. My birthday was in June. And every of my birthday, I always tried to do something different i'm not that kind of i'm not the type that loves to celebrate i mean i'm not really interested in parties and the rest so i just want a unique experience so i decided to do a backpacking trip to yamasuku yamasuku is a city in uh, Cote d'Ivoire, and my intention was to travel all through with a with a bus so it's going to be road trip so i wanted to cross the border get an experience of how crossing the border looks like so the journey be- began in lagos and the journey started on a very, very sad note, <laughs> to be frank. But it was part of the experience. So what happened? First and foremost, uh, before I started the journey, um, I was going to use Chisco. Yeah, Chisco. And Chisco has this uh, travel. They have a trip they do every time to Ghana. So uh, and mm-hmm. once you mm-hmm. travel with them, you don't, you don't have to like start... Uh, looking for a way to, you know, I, they have the process. They have the process already. So they already they'll just tell you, this is what you need for this trip. This is what you're going mm-hmm. to pay for this. Get your yellow card ready. Get everything ready. So mm-hmm. everything was ready, and I was very excited mm-hmm. about the trip. So we got to the mm-hmm. park, and the usual Nigerian thing happened. Guess what? Nigerian time. The trip was supposed to go for six in the morning. I got there around five in the morning, mm-hmm. only for me to get there, and they, 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 they told me that okay, the bus is filled up. And I'm like, okay. So, and they're like, the next bus going is going 10 at night. Oh my God. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. <laughs> okay. I think that's another thing about I mean, not tra- not only about travel in Africa. I think that's one thing also about like traveling because with the, like I said, the unexpected um, moment, like your, your trip could be canceled, it could be postponed, it could be delayed. And and with that, you just have to put exactly, that in consideration. Exactly. Yeah. Whether you're flying, like, whether you're oh, traveling on road, traveling. Nigeria is very unpredictable. They can mm-hmm. cancel your flight or your trip anytime. Mm. So, have that in mind. Okay. You have to always put that. At that point, I was really, mm-hmm. really down. And I was thinking to myself, six in the morning to mm-hmm. ten. You know how many hours is that? That's time. So, mm-hmm. I, I, had to just get, I had to just get creative with what I was yeah. doing. And... I, I decided to, okay, I walked around, mm-hmm. I moved I moved around places, I got a taxi, moved around different parts of that place, you know, just to like take the, like to burn the time faster. And that really helped. So the journey began around 10 and we only got to move around 11. Now, here's the interesting mm-hmm. part. Uh, the journey between, mm-hmm. between the, the, the journey between Lagos and Cotonou, right? On a very mm-hmm. good day with a very mm-hmm. good road, right? It shouldn't take you more than two hours. Mm-hmm. Of, course, of course, of course. The Amu Road is very, very bad. Like it's very bad. I heard that they, 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 they've repaired okay. it now. I don't know if, that, if that's true, but then it was really horrible. Like, 
And you know, we spent mm-hmm. seven freaking hours traveling between Lagos and Cotonou. <laughs> and I still have the language. You know, <laughs> I was sleeping and I opened my, my eyes and I was like, oh, I was in my mind, I was already saying like, bonjour, comment ça va? And I, and I just turned, I, I just heard someone speaking Yoruba. I'm like, wait, are we still in Nigeria? And I think that I saw my dad. Like, my dad after seven hours. It was, it was very short. Shock. So uh, wow. we got to Kotonou after like seven hours. And uh, the customs, as usual, they delayed us. We came, we all had to come down. And uh, they asked for our yellow passports, which they stamped. And we all got in. And the journey began. Now, mm-hmm. the interesting thing is, the moment you cross the Nigerian side, the road is good. Like the moment once you just cross the Nigerian mm-hmm. side, it's a different ball game. From Kotonou till we got to Oida, the road was very smooth. So, mm-hmm. so we just kept, we just kept, mm-hmm. we just kept going, and I mean, you know, the road was very, very good. And I was wondering, what is wrong with Nigeria? Mm-hmm. This is the giant of Africa. What example are we showing here? Okay. So we, 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 I know you can yeah, get yeah. depressing sometimes, especially with traveling. I think it's one of the reasons why our travel, um, our travel sector, our travel um, industry has not mm-hmm. really gotten so good. Like tourism sector is just always not so encouraging like we have lots of beautiful yeah, places yeah, yeah, in nigeria right. and but when i traveled to ikiti and i felt like i need to be the minister of tourism <laughs> so i could you know change the face of nigeria in the sense of tourism but i understand that even tourism comes with a lot of difficulty just like how you're explaining these bad roads you know the even even the um, transportation yeah. sector also like they need to do more, more need to do better so yeah okay. i'm enjoying oh, right. continuing, so continuing. from from Kotonou, we got to mm-hmm. oida from oida we got to um ghana now, now when you when you get to the border of ghana there are two ways there are two the border in ghana is divided into two there is the segue border and there's the aflao border so this time we're using the segue border because mm-hmm. the boss was carrying some illegal stuff contraband stuff. So we decided to use the Segway border, which is not so, so okay. strict. So we got to the Segway border almost around uh, 8 o'clock or so. And uh, we all they asked everybody to come down as usual. We came down to check our passport. Now, the interesting thing with traveling is whether you're going to Ghana or you're going to Cote d'Ivoire, you really don't need a Nigerian passport. That's what I observed. If you can bribe your way out, if you can bribe well, there's no problem. But there are some guys without passports, mm-hmm. And in fact, without a card, and they were able to travel. Mm-hmm. All they just did was they gave a certain amount to the bus driver, and, mm-hmm. and it was it was easy breezy. So um, crossing Kotonou was easy, but crossing the Ghanaian border border was a different was a different game entirely. Everybody came down. They checked us one after the other. Check what is this? Where mm-hmm. are you coming to Ghana? It was almost as if I was traveling to America. I'm like. Why am I traveling to Ghana? Why are you asking me that? <laughs> and one of the customers that saw me, I was like, hey, Nigerian I'm like, yes. He was like, why are, are you traveling to Ghana? I said I was going on a, uh, I was the tourist going to Ghana. I was like, Nigerian tourist. Like, <laughs> 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 it was kind of like a shock thing. Anyway, 
the border check was like one hour and we all got back into the bus and the journey started. And after getting to Ghana, I decided to sleep in Ghana because it was already too, the journey was already too heavy for me. So I slept over at night in Ghana, in Accra to be precise. Mm -hmm. And the next day I started the journey again, going towards Abidjan. Now, that is where the difference, differences between traveling in Nigeria, traveling in Ghana, that, that, that is, there's a point where you notice the difference. Mm -hmm. The moment I got to Ghana, I, I was in Accra, I went to the park to get my ticket. Everything was ordered. The, the, the station was almost like, was almost like, was almost in, a, in an airport setting. It was well arranged. There was a queue, we formed the queue, bought the tickets, and everybody waited for the time. The moment it was 6.30, they made an announcement. They go to the bus, show your ticket, and get in. Easy. We got there, queue. We all went mm -hmm. in. And trust me, that was the most comfortable trip I've ever had in a very long time. That's the truth. Just like that. <laughs> the bus was like very mm -hmm. comfortable. The chairs was the chair were very, very comfortable. We had um, LCDs where you could watch, you could watch um uh, you could watch movies, mm -hmm. you know, they gave up food. Like it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. The AC was working well, you know, at the point that we, even, we had to even ask them to like turn it off because everybody was feeling cold. Yeah. So <laughs> it started yeah. and it was it was a spot there and they were very aggressive, like they were very, very aggressive, especially on the on the uh Anglophone because they were they expected me to speak French and they were like they asked me to pass Francais and I'm like, no, no, no. And the guy got really angry, you know. Like, and I was wondering, man, this is not your language. French is not your language. It's a colonial language. They did the check-in, delayed yeah. us for almost two hours. Mm -hmm. They told me my yellow pass, yellow card wasn't the right yellow card, which mm -hmm. is the right because I've been doing it So at the end of the day, I had to just give a bribe and we crossed. And from there, I got to Abidjan. Let's note that if you're traveling um, through like across African countries, you may end up paying bribe. <laughs> like even if you don't want to pay, like is it that the driver pays it on your behalf or some? Like mostly, I can remember while I was going through um, Lagos to Cotonou, and I went through Badagri, and um, at when we got to I think Semi Boda, um, we were meant to walk through or. We could take bike, but the bikes are so expensive. So my friend and I were like, okay, let's just walk through. Then once we get to the semi um, bus stop, like there's a park, then we take the um, motor vehicle. We didn't even know, like, if, if it's that we went through the bike, they've added the drive, um, the task with the, they've added the task with the um, bike fee. So we were walking through and of course they were waiting for us. You know, the immigration are there just to, collect money from people. So they addressed us and they were like, okay, show us your ID card, show us your um, your way of um, identification. And surprisingly, I'm the type that um, I actually always pack the morning of the journey. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and of all things that I packed, I left my passport. So I didn't have any form of identification. All that I had was on my phone and I was scanning through my phone. I, I still did not see a scanned copy of my passport. And I ended up 
Okay, yeah, I showed them, I remembered, I showed them a scanned copy of my passport, but still they were not taking it. So I had to show them that, okay, I do something, like I'm a medical doctor, I'm not a slut, like I'm not a prostitute. Because once they see a young girl about to enter my brother, they think you're going there for prostitution. So I had to show him my license. And still yet, he was still asking us for money. He was like, you will arrest us. I was like, based on what? Like, you know, trying to prove my right. And when I saw this man, could just act stupid. We had to give something. <laughs> we had to give a little fee to the man for him to leave us. Because my friend was just like, she's she's scared. She doesn't want any trouble and all this that kind of thing. So about the bribe that you were talking about in Yamasukuro, like you may just end up, even yeah, when you have all your You don't want them to waste your complete. time. So you just when, have to just when, do something. For you to just go with yourself. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, I can see that the time is running it's short. More. So let me just talk backpacking quickly yeah like <laughs> i really am enjoying this yeah, yeah. talk let me just talk about yeah, backpacking continue. quickly and maybe we could use that to just round up right so backpacking okay. what is okay. backpacking okay. what do you think backpacking is about a lot of people have asked me like what do you mean backpacking what's that don't you everybody pack their bag when they're traveling <laughs> And I'm like, nah, 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 this is different. This is different because backpacking is different. That's why it's different. <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, when you're traveling, when you're traveling on a backpacking <laughs> trip, your life is in the bag. Everything you're traveling with is in one bag your phone, your power bank, your shoes, clothes, everything. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to travel light. So you carry a backpack, right? Now, the backpack, uh, usually in liters, 40 liters, 80 liters, 60 liters, depending on what your trip is. If you're traveling very, for a very long trip, you should have a bigger backpack. Have, if you're going for a few days, you have a smaller backpack. So backpacking is essentially packing your bags, right? Putting all your clothes inside your bag, your shoes, and traveling somewhere. It could be a city. It could be, uh, it could be a woodland. It could be a national park. It could be a new country. And the main idea about this kind of traveling is that you want to experience, you want to have a different, a unique experience. You're not, you are, you are most likely not, you are going to be traveling on budget. That, that is it. Backpacking trip is all about traveling on budget. So they're trying to cost, cut, 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 <laughs> cost. Uh, they're trying to cut your cost, right? They're trying to also travel light at the uh -huh. same time. So uh -huh. the moment you pack your bag, the journey begins. Let's say you are flying to a new city. Your bags, your bag okay. is packed. You fly to your new city. Now, the moment you get to your new city, the first thing you do is to go to where you're going to be staying. Now, for backpack trips, if you want to stay in accommodation, it is usually advisable for you to stay in a backpacking hostels, which are which are already uh, streamlined for such kind of trip. And what is backpacking um, hostels? What are backpacking hostels in general? Uh, these hostels are usually, they're not like your secondary school hostel, you know, those secondary school hostels that you have. This one, are, they're a little bit different, but they are called hostels. They're usually a kind of location which is um, located right at the heart of the city. Okay? Unlike, unlike hotels, maybe they might be okay. located at the outskirts, maybe a little bit far away, you need to take a taxi. For backpacking hostels, all the ones I've traveled with from Accra, to Manchester, Moscow, Kazan, and the rest, they're always located at the heart of the city. 
So once you find yourself mm -hmm. at the head of the city, you do your Googling. You Google, find a place, mm -hmm. and make sure you book for the trip, for the accommodation before you go. And these hostels are usually cheap, around $20, $25. On an average, maybe $30. You, you, pay, for, you, you okay. pay for, once okay. you pay such, you, it usually come with a breakfast. So you don't have to worry about okay. what to buy for breakfast. Now, the idea of backpacking trip is to bring different travelers traveling around the world to a place. So you're in a room of maybe four, six people, a very big room, of course, a bed, the double decker mm -hmm. kind of bed. Mm -hmm. And uh, you are meeting with other people traveling around the world. So, at this mm -hmm. point in time when I was in Moscow. So you get to network. You get to network, exactly. There was this point in time when I was in Moscow backpacking, and uh, when I got there, I met somebody from... Uh, I met a guy from, uh, he said he was, he was from Barbados. That was the first time ever in my life meeting someone from such place, you know. And the guy was telling me that mm -hmm. he has been traveling for the past six months. No, sorry. He has been traveling for the past six years. Okay. And he spends six months in every country he travels to. So basically, he's wow. a programmer. Yeah. Wow. So basically, he's a, he's a programmer. Wow. And That's... he works remotely in every country mm -hmm. he goes to. You get right so such such kind of That's stories cool. are those kind of are, are very unique stories you get to see only where you use such kind of accommodation or like the hotel when you just be yourself okay. here you'll be with people and and i think that yeah, so very, cool. very cool like, that's really very, very cool you have company, company, yeah. there's a kitchen where you can decide to cook if you want to some of them come with uh where you can play mm -hmm. games, maybe table tennis, maybe mini football, scrabble, mm -hmm. and the rest with other people. Mm -hmm. So accommodations are mm -hmm. usually called the backpacking hostels. You know? So that's mm -hmm. backpacking hostels. That's what the backpacking means. And someone who backpacks is a backpacker. So if you start backpacking, call yourself a okay. backpacker. I mean, I'll have it. <laughs> yeah, you had it to <laughs> backpacking. <laughs> And you <laughs> where you back back to. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I wanted to ask the final question. So what are the things that you would want to ensure? Because you were mentioning some of them, but you stopped at a point. So I want I wanted you to like go through just basically. I'm not saying like you must mention everything, but like what are the basic things that needs to be in a backpack? You need to backpack. What? Things you need in a backpack. First and foremost, you need your passport. Your passport, but that's 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 the ticket to you anywhere you're going. So if you're traveling out, of country, <laughs> I don't be happy. <laughs> your passport like in your in your bag. So what are the essentials? Um, for me, for a backpacking one hour tutorial, what do you need? If you're going for let's say two days, or maybe let's say six days for a week, that's seven days. You need maybe three or four clothes that should be in your bag. Then usually I travel with two mm -hmm. pairs of jeans. The reason why I go with jeans is because jeans doesn't get dirty easily like that. You get. So I I wear one of mm -hmm. the jeans. I put two of the other jeans in my in my bag. Then I, I have a shirt in my bag. And if you're traveling, if you have medications that you, you always take regularly, make sure you put okay. such medications inside your bag. Your cosmetics is in your bag. 
your power bank. If you have a camera, your camera should also be your bag. I usually go with my laptop so that I can be able to maybe do some other things on the internet. So, and my shoes, I go with a, I go with, um, a flip-flop, which they call slippers, aka slippers. I put it in my bag also. Uh, so <laughs> those are the basic things you need. And you need your towel too. Your towel should be in your bag. You don't want to travel. So in those backpacking okay. hostels, they will give you a, a towel, but I always go with mine. So I have an extra in my bag also when I'm trying. And so those are things you, yeah. you, you need, you need in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you have a water bottle, you should. Mm-hmm. If you have your water bottle, oh, of course, uh, that's, that's what I said. Once I was mentioning clothes, <laughs> on the, on the should also be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> There was one journey I went to, and I oh forgot my underwear. Oh my god! Oh my I had to like all things like I'm I'm that bad. So it, please, if you're listening, <laughs> put it down. Like there was one I went and I forgot my bra, <laughs> and I had to be I had to just join the braless gang. Like I was like you know free. <laughs> oh my god! Free the book gang. So, so you really need to remember the exactly, key things, exactly. yeah. Because and also for the cameras, I think they should take um their camera charger, like the battery no, charger. Exactly. Don't don't even like, like me. Don't even like me. Don't forget your memory card. Like uh-huh. that's one thing you easily forget. You just How? travel. Your camera is there. Your battery yeah. is there. You get to your place. Memory card. You forgot it on your computer on your laptop at home. <laughs> And that 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 book that book and I think another needful tip is if you're traveling across countries, maybe in Africa or some some places, like it's better you take an extension that is universal, like a um extension, like what do they call it? That is this socket yeah, box the universal universal you know socket, you need it. Because French countries or universal. francophone countries, uh-huh. they use the double. In yeah. double one that that looks different, looks different actually so it's good to have your socket with you yeah you're right you're right yeah there was a journey i traveled and i i was just at the point phone less laptop less and everything because i couldn't charge i had to go to the hotel manager and i was like pleasing yeah. at the reception like please give me the socket <laughs> so yeah, so you don't have all this embarrassing. Yeah, so moments. we've, I think we've covered all the segments because before you know now, we start gisting. I think this is all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've covered the major things. We talked about um, <laughs> road trip in Nigeria. We've talked about uh, uh, backpacking. Yes. We've talked mm-hmm. about what else? We've talked about um, the, the vital things that yeah, you yeah. need for backpacking. I think we've touched almost most parts actually yeah, traveling yeah. and. Yeah. I really so I look forward to people backpacking. Yeah, I mean, so. I look forward to see more Nigerians try backpacking. You know. Yeah. So I would love you to drop your social uh, media um, <laughs> account. You could just say it, and because right now it's a podcast, so many people I, I can't really drop notes. It's everything will be listened. So yeah, inside the recording. So what's your uh, podcast? Um, I said podcast. <laughs> what's your social media handle? Maybe your Instagram name or uh, I think for your Instagram. My Instagram, my Instagram uh-huh. is just is just at Mayo Blades. That's all. So oh, at Mayo Blades. Sorry. So Mayo Blades. That's my Instagram uh-huh. page. It's more like a private page. So you just have to 
send a friend, is it a friend request? Or how do they do it? And I'll, a follow, a follow request, request and I'll add it to my list. What of the thing oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigerian, actually, she's still pronouncing it wrong after all these years. Nigerian, yeah, we have a website. Nigerian has a website. Um, it's www.nigerian.com or www.nigerian.com.ng. And um, basically, you see the community there, you see places we've traveled to, um, you see stories about our adventure, how unique those trips are. And and the rest. Yeah. It also has a, an Instagram page um called Nigerinaline. I hope I pronounced the well. It's called Nigerinaline Adventures. Yeah, yeah. So to people <laughs> so that pronounce could, um, it, very easy. You could follow them Sorry there. for cutting you short. To the guys that cannot pronounce it, it's very easy to it's pronounce. Okay. Like uh, if you can pronounce the adrenaline, adrenaline like is an English word, right? Which means when they say adrenaline popping, you know. So it's from the world. So night is so mm -hmm. adrenaline and you you have it. It's that simple. Okay. So thank you. Sorry oh, for sorry. cutting you there. So thank you so very much for joining me on the session. And good news to everyone listening, listening. Um, this would be the last time you'll be here from Mayowa. And you'll be joining in some subsequent um, podcast I episodes to come. I promise Yay. that, too, please. So, Biko, she actually dragged me. I promise those ones you're talking about. Come on. Yes, I already promised it. Don't worry. When you see me, when you hear me again, you'll know. Anyways, thank you so much for joining um, today. I'm so grateful. And I actually, actually enjoyed this. And I'm very sure even people who would listen to will, will enjoy this. And also, I hope to hear from you all. Please give me the feedback that is needed. And also, you could um, um follow, like you could join, like join this um podcast community by um following this uh, podcast on maybe Anchor or on Castbox or on Google Podcast. Like I'm available on many other podcast um community so please 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 check me out on those apps and i would really love to have you subscribed and yeah plugged in thank you so much as usual you know i love you all and sorry this episode is more than 30 minutes we couldn't curtail it yeah but <laughs> listen to the song that will be coming after love you all have a blessing Many places, waka, waka, waka. I go business places. Waka, waka, waka. I see, see, see. Waka, waka, waka. All the bad, bad, bad things. Waka, waka, waka. Then they do, do, do. Waka, waka, waka. Call corruption. Waka, waka, waka. Then they call nepotism. Waka, waka, waka. 
inside the promotions. Inside all business. I see a waka waka waka. I see see see. Waka waka waka. Waka 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 waka. I work a many business and we are in Africa. I work a many business and we are in Africa.